Hi and welcome to yet another episode of Pursuit Podcast. With me today, as always, is Kim Mukron. Hello. And our guest today is Kristin Haugstad. Uh, you're from Nesodden, uh, just outside of Oslo, Norway, and yes. you play Division One soccer at uh, La Salle University in Philadelphia for four years. Uh, you started that process in January 2014, and we're very happy to have you here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> cool. It's great. I was uh, when I was looking into the Christian Haugstad file <laughs> in prepping for this. I mean, I uh, I was really excited to invite you on the show because I think your story is a really great one. Uh, and from the start till now, really, and it's been, we've, you went in January 2014, but we started the process in 2012. You know, you'd been in touch uh, with me and you, you can talk about maybe what inspired you about actually going to the US because you you did play you were a national team member here at the at the youth level got a lot of games there you were a very good soccer player you played for Valdringa in, in top seven so you were you were good and <laughs> but what, what, when did you start thinking about the college college way um i think i heard about the college opportunities uh my first year in high school uh, so that's when I started to look into it as well. Um, so yeah, that was a long process. It <laughs> was. Uh, yeah. It's a lot of paperwork and a lot of uh, tests you need to do. Yeah. And I'm really happy I gave myself so much time because uh, yeah, it was a little bit challenging when we were doing school soccer and then also preparing for uh, college or be accepted to go yeah. uh, to universities. For sure. Yeah. Well, you have to juggle a lot of balls when you're, I mean, you probably four or five training sessions a week. Mm. I mean, you went to a sports high school, so there was a lot of yeah. training in the morning, mm. uh, you, national duties, yeah. which is, of course, what you want. Mm. Uh, but then also to start the process to go to the States, it is a time consuming process, uh, yeah. I would say, and it requires quite a bit from you <laughs> yeah. to do it too it's not just us uh, or me in this case just sorting out everything i mean i i'm trying to make the process as smooth as possible but you still you have to take some tests you have to of course communicate with the coaches uh, mm. that that are interested in recruiting you we have to find the right fit and, mm. and all that of course exciting stuff but still you are the main person it's yeah. you are it's your career your next step mm. so you have to do a lot mm. but how, how did you did you manage that in a good way you felt yeah like i said it was good that i had uh that we started early um i remember i took the test was it act or you took act a- yeah ACT. twice T- yeah you took it and twice. then the other tests probably Four times. I do the TOEFL yeah. like four times. Yeah. Uh, and, and the ACT, it's, you know, it's, it's you could have taken the SAT, you chose the ACT. Mm. It's, a, you know, a college admission test, and you also mm. needed it to be eligible to play in, in NCAA Division One. Mm. Uh, but you managed that, and that's combined with your GPA, which was quite good from high school. Mm. But then the English test, the TOEFL, yeah. that was, uh, that was, really that was difficult. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, I ended up. Uh, so I was supposed to start uh, in August uh, in college, but we had to. Yeah. In wait. August 2013, right? Yeah. That was the whole. We were targeting that. No, was it August 2014? Was, no, was it? No, um, no, 13, sorry, yeah, sorry. It was 13 then, because then you you ended up moving it back to January 14. Yeah. Because then we um, could get yes, the time um, required to get to get <laughs> to the school you chose, which was La Salle University. Yeah, right? I ended up uh, having to go uh, to London, actually, to... Like, the, that was like the last final chance to get a decent score. Um, and I passed, so... Yeah, you did. I <laughs> so remember, I, I, remember. I mean, you, yeah. you went out of your way to to you really wanted this yeah you know that was evidence it's it's a commitment and uh, i think once you decide that this is what you want to this is what you want to do you really have to like uh, spend saturdays to read and prepare for the tests and also do a lot of research on your own to find uh, a good fit Um, yeah because you could have been recruited by many schools but uh, I mean, just to finish up on like the admissions point of view, because obviously I remember this clearly. You did so much to get into school. Mm. And I also think you, you did in Norway, the season runs until like middle of October, end of mm. October. And so you, you could you wanted to also play uh, the way it worked that you could play the full season with Valrenga yeah, and then kind of have a clean yeah. break there. Mm. So then that was also a contributing factor to maybe postponing for one semester. Yeah. Uh, combined with that, it took a bit longer to actually get the mm. minimum requirement to get into the school. But And I remember I was in dialogue with the admissions people at La Salle. His name is Bob. I remember that. Uh, and obviously with, with Coach Royal, who mm. was the coach that recruited you. And I remember writing... You know, I, I really saw how much you wanted this and you, you went out of your way to do it. Mm. And I, I wanted to make sure that Bob knew that. Yeah. So I remember writing a long letter recommendation because mm. I got to know you very well. I, mm. I Of course, I, uh, you know, I'm not uh, I'm not your high school teacher or anything like that, but I could see that, hey, this person, I've rarely seen so much drive to make something happen, and mm. they need to know that. That's what admissions people in mm. this case need to know. So I, th- I thought a letter of recommendation would help in this situation. And obviously, combine that with you going to London to do a EF language course, <laughs> and you get your certificate, and you know, it was just and everything. And then I remember Coach Royal calling up and saying, Hey, Kristen, they admitted you, you got in. And we celebrated that. Yeah, that that's, was good. That's a good feeling, and yeah. uh, no regrets. <laughs> yeah, but let's t- rewind because you know La Salle ended up being your school of choice, mm. but it could have been somewhere else. But what what uh, what drew you to La Salle? What was so exciting about that school? Uh, so um, I didn't. My preference wasn't like Florida or beaches or anything. I was purely looking at the the program's history um, to kind of see what kind of ambitions they have and if it's it's a good match. Um, La Salle was ranked pretty high at that time and 
uh, for me to continue to de develop was really important as I was playing top serie when I left, yep. uh, top serie, top league in Norway. Yeah, uh, but you were, I mean, you were national team. Yes. Of course, the soccer side of things is important, yeah, I so, remember. So that was my main focus when, when I was looking at schools, um, not so much the other things, to be honest. Yeah. Um, uh, and also, I really liked Paul. Like he, the the communication, the process was really nice. And he, uh, Lasalle also invited me for a uh, official visit, uh, yeah. which was kind of like the, yes, I want to, <laughs> I want to go there. It, yeah. yeah, I mean, an official <laughs> visit. Some people in the recruiting process get the option to do that. I mean, it pretty much is. Uh, that means the school that is inviting you for the official visit mm. they pay for you to come mm. and check out the school and yeah. they flew you over from norway to philadelphia and you the rules are quite interesting you get like 48 hours to be yeah from the visit starts intense. till you till you have to leave campus it's like 48 hours it yeah. can't be 41 48 hours and one minute then you it's like an ncaa mm. rule violation so it's i mean the coaches know these rules very well and they're very they, they set up a full two-day plan of, for you to see and meet loads yeah. of people and, and and see how it works at the school yeah, and I was, uh, it was good that I actually uh, did the official visit because you get to know the teammates as well. They were really welcoming. So, uh, yeah, that's something I recommend other people to do if they get the opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> uh, of course, I mean, yeah. if everybody could do an official visit, yeah. uh, that would be fantastic. <laughs> but it shows that he was really wanting you to make the decision based on seeing everything yeah. and of course not everybody can just invite the norwegian to come over to the us and fly no. them over it's quite a costly <laughs> thing to do and it has to fit with the schedule and all these things yeah. but you got the chance and it 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 helped in your decision making yeah definitely and you know i was when I was uh, looking back at uh, doing the research for this talk to, to see what we were going to discuss and what we shouldn't forget to talk about, I remember I looked through some of the emails that Paul Royal actually sent to you in the recruiting process. Because <laughs> I, I know Paul quite well, and he, he's one of the best recruiters of international students I've ever seen. Mm. He's he, And probably of Americans too, because he, he relates very well to He knows what he wants, and he was mm. talking to you to you and the emails and you had good questions for him that's mm. part of the recruiting process that you of course need to figure out is this a good place for me and but he on the flip side wants to know is Christian a good fit for us for mm. our group so it was very much uh, uh, laying a path for you to hey my goal for you is to become a full national team player mm. that's the type of players that I want to recruit here mm. uh, this is not like a party place this is serious 100% work on becoming very good soccer players mm. combined with getting a good degree. Mm. Uh, so so it was a good match from yeah, the start and was... you hit it off very well with Paul, which yeah. is it's everybody I think will do that because he's uh, if you're like minded with him and he's uh, mm. he, he uh, did a lot of research as well. Mm. We spoke a lot. I remember about you and he had some mm. contacts also in Norway that he wanted to speak to regarding you to, to mm. do his due diligence to make sure that, yeah, you were a good fit. Yeah. So, uh, uh, but, but that was exciting. And then obviously uh, he finished the email. Hey, and that's why I'm offering you a full scholarship to come to La Salle University. Mm. And 
yeah, in the end, that's that was the right fit for you. Yeah, it was. It's perfect. Excellent. <laughs> um, how do you? You know, what's the recommendation to others? You know, you, you your recruiting process was probably filled with more complicated things than for many others. Yeah. And you managed to do them very well. You were motivated and we were were a team going through the process. And mm. what's your best advice to, to others that are thinking about starting the journey of going to college? So when I speak to younger athletes now, <laughs> there's always two things that like stop them from starting the process and uh, and stuff like that but that's number one <laughs> the english part uh, they don't want to go because they think their english isn't good enough and and just want to say that uh, you will be fine regardless of how your english is prior to going um and the second thing is um there i think there's a fear of uh being forgotten or if you go over to the states um uh, i think there's a fear that they will be uh, that no one will like notice them anymore or they will be like outside the what do you call it soccer and community in Norway uh. Uh, and I also think they're scared of not uh, grow as players but uh, again uh, that's when you need to find uh, a college that is a good fit for you and uh, have the same ambitions as you yeah. um, so that's my recommendations uh, really uh, to do the research and Maybe not focus too much on location, but but yeah, rather the relationship you get with the coaches, the teammates, if you get to speak to them through social media or uh, anything like that. And then, and also last thing, I think you should just go for it, give it a shot. And if you don't like it, it's, you can always uh, come home and then still have a lot of good experience but yeah, yeah. I mean, Jules, you had the same, right? Uh, <laughs> on the go for it thing. Yeah. Well, I think to touch on like the fear of missing out when mm. you're like, you think, oh, what's, what are my friends going to do here in Norway? Like my whole friend group are going to study either at BI or, in, you know, in Oslo or Bergen or whatever. Mm. And uh, I, that was my biggest concern as well. Mm. Like, are no, they I was either, in the same boat yeah, too. Are they I either going to like... Do they gonna remember me? Am I gonna <laughs> yeah. be invited to birthdays when I get back home? <laughs> but like, you're gone for six months and you come back and you see them the day after you came back to Norway for Christmas or mm. summer holiday, and things are the same. Yeah, you realize that. Yeah, no, there's because nothing changes. Nothing changes. <laughs> you and come home to the same. Yeah, and it's like you know, it's pretty normal for friend group all over the place to yeah. you know be all over in Norway as well. So it's not like. Uh, the friends I had that were studying in Western Norway saw my friends studying East in Norway all the mm. time. So when we all get back for the summer or the or Christmas, we all get back together. So that's mm. one thing that you that won't change anything because you will still have your friends and family and and the community you have back home and mm. and you either, and you for most of us you get to play with the same team when you get back for summer holidays. And that's what I did the mm. summers I went back home. I played with my teammates that I played with for. 15, 16 years prior to that mm. when I get back. So 
there's a lot of solid things that you you might think won't happen when you mm. go to the U.S. that you sort of all right, I have to choose between that life and this life. But that's yeah, beauty about it. You get like to combine it. What people think if if you go there, you're missing out on all the things happening here, and also maybe if you were in the same position position as me, uh, you at least I felt that I was choosing between college and national team yeah. uh, or I never had to do that so. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a different ball game for you yeah. than my patrols but yeah. uh, it's obviously that that is a valid point that it's obviously easier for uh, the national team to follow your progress if you're yeah right yeah. here in in, in where, where they are yeah. um, but you you paved your own way there it's yeah. uh, and you I would certainly argue you developed as a soccer player yeah, in, that in was the States. really important to me, and I, 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 I felt like I did. <laughs> and it's yeah, the the training there is insane compared to what it's like here. So you can definitely develop and still get get to explore the world. And because yeah. I would I feel it's the opposite. I feel the. The ones that are stuck here, yeah. they they should have the fear of missing out on all the cool stuff you can do exactly. in the states. Yeah. Uh, if, on, if you if you look at it like that, yeah. mm. so well, it should be like that. But <laughs> yeah, we're but usually we're just the ones traveling over in a friend group or something like that. So you might just get that feeling. But yeah. trust me, when you get back, you have a ton of more cool stories to tell than the rest of your friends have. Yeah, yeah, you really create unique. Uh, lifelong memories yeah. and perspectives yeah and you yeah. touched on like the insane like type of training and practice you have yeah the facilities you might have at oh, yeah, that, well. yeah you 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 really do feel like a professional athlete when you when you're at college because everything is in the same area and you have access to like the lifting room treadmills pools yeah it's it's Everything is there for you to just develop and work hard, and then you can come back even fitter or better, or at least uh, at least new experiences. <laughs> yeah. I think they max they're good at maximizing how good you can become if you have the hunger to yeah. really develop. I mm. mean, the the support network is something completely different than mm. what we're used to. But that's. Uh, Let's uh, talk about uh, your time at LaSalle. That's uh, the next, next topic. Mm-hmm. So you get to LaSalle January 2014. What was that like for you then? Um, I think the first two weeks was really, really exciting and everything was new. Um, I uh, got to know the place, the area, uh, the school. But after those two weeks, um, you it was kind of overwhelming because you go through like a little culture shock. Um, and then you realize it, it's it's hard when you when you're not able to <laughs> express yourself. Um, my English was terrible. I could barely speak, <laughs> uh, but I got through it. And um, I think after two or three weeks or four weeks, uh, you started to maybe come out of the shell. Is that what you say? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And 
Yeah, so it was a little bit like this, and then yeah. it got better once you start to learn English better, and then also get to know the culture a little bit more. And they're very they they welcome you with open arms. The yeah, American, I mean, do. they're very good at that, and you're from day one part of a team that helps, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And it, but of course. I mean, you were saying you didn't speak English when we went over. I would say it wasn't as bad, but maybe that's it is. <laughs> I was bad. <laughs> I was okay, but uh, you. Um, uh, I mean, this when you actually are forced to speak English yeah. every day. Uh, you, you did have a Norwegian teammate there, actually, Mariam, yeah. that we had mm. helped there from before. Uh, so that probably helped you a little bit, I would, I would imagine. Yeah, actually, we were not allowed to speak Norwegian to each other because okay. yeah. they put the I rules had to on. Learn. Yeah, no, and that's but, probably yeah, very no, clever you, that what Paul did that. pretty fast when you're forced to, to speak to your teammates and to your professors. Uh, so yeah, that's that's actually the best way to learn another yeah. language. Because yeah. uh, you were throw, we, we threw you over to Philadelphia, <laughs> yeah. and you learn learn how to swim pretty yeah. fast because you had to. Yeah. You, you needed to get uh, better in English, and and of course you do that. Mm. And do you remember the first time you started dreaming in English? Because that's when they stay. Then you're then yeah, then you're used to it. That's an interesting topic. I think I started to think and dream in English after three months. Yeah. yeah, I think I've heard that before, yeah. that that's like, uh, okay, now you're done getting into it. Yeah, and then, and then after there for like a year, you, it's difficult to find Norwegian words. Yeah. And, yeah. The, the other thing, I remember coming home during summer breaks and I was trying to mix Norwegian <laughs> expressions with English ones. And yeah. obviously it doesn't work. Uh, it's very confusing. Because uh, you, you do... Of course, you're consumed in in one language, and it's hard for your brain to just switch mm. when you when you get there. And you, you had the Boston accent, that yeah. You I did. Probably oh, you added did? some of that to your. Yeah, uh, it was it was really bad. I remember, so in my friend group, they were always like messing with me and saying that, Trolls, for God's sake, don't don't be the guy that says three words in Norwegian and then two words in English in a sentence. Yeah. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> and then first week back home, I had like the Boston accents, a pretty like, pretty real Boston, Boston accents. Yeah. Uh, accent in Norwegian or? Well, I'm from Fredrikstad, so it's not that different. We do have that accent there. So, <laughs> but. Um, Fredrikstad is Norway's Boston. Is yeah, yeah, saying? you could say that. You could pretty okay. much say that. But, um, and then I visited up in, um, in New Hampshire that same year. Mm. And I met all the internationals there, some from Sweden and some mm. from Denmark. And they thought I was from Boston because I just had that boston accent and everything that i said and then after three years in new hampshire we sort of lost that but my first year was it was really bad because it was um, i like that accent yeah but it, really it cool. was my Fredericksta accent it was my <laughs> norwegian english accent and it was my boston accent combined oh. into one accent so yeah oh, nice. i uh, i don't think i developed a feeling like <laughs> <laughs> uh, i actually was trying really hard to get a uh, american accent but i just gave up <laughs> after yeah. a while uh. And uh, it's it's good to keep the Norwegian. Yeah, you should be proud of where <laughs> yeah. you're from. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But uh, I'm thinking that it was a good thing for you that you uh, came in January. The spring is the off season, so you yeah. you have training and you have some some training matches, but there's no official games. Mm. And you probably 
uh, that helped you in transitioning so yeah. that you didn't start right away with 20 official games and it, it was a, maybe a softer way to and it got you better uh, because of it I think that was like the perfect move for me uh, because you get to slowly get into things and like you said it's a smoother uh, transition um, and then you come back in August, you know all the teammates, You, it, it's easier to perform on the soccer field when, you, when you're comfortable in, in the environment. Because yeah. yeah. you have to be happy outside yeah. the, the yeah. soccer field to, mm. in order to play well. I mean, mm. that's, that's just, of so course. Every, uh, everything worked out pretty good. It did. <laughs> I mean, your first season, yeah. it was an incredible year. I mean, you... You got the all-rookie team in the Atlantic 10 conference where, where you play. Mm. Uh, quite a strong Division One conference. Uh, I mean, you the team won 14 games. You scored five goals. You had five assists. I mean, mm. for a freshman, that's really good. Um, you won eight out of eight games in the conference. And I remember just because we obviously it's fun to follow when mm. we send someone over there and we want to see okay how, how they're doing mm. and obviously i had big hopes for you to do very well it's always fun when you win a lot of games and mm. they're good at that in the us to give uh you know player of the week or goal of the season stuff like this and yeah. shout outs <laughs> you, they, and of course that's good content mm. and it's a sign that you're doing well mm. and you got a lot of that and um you know i remember you were just you were you were winning every game that was a tight game. You ended up winning yeah. with one goal. I, and you were I really good at, at make, getting that W, like yeah. they say there. Yeah, we, we always found a way to get the, get the win. Uh, yeah, that was a really great season. And uh, it, was, it was a little bit hard to follow up uh, <laughs> the next year, but... Um, yeah, but, but the season like that, you, yeah. you ended up going to a national tournament, and that is, uh, in, in Division One women's soccer, it's, big yeah. it's a big achievement to do Especially that. Especially when you when La Salle is a pretty small school, uh, so qualifying for the nationals was pretty, pretty big for us. Yeah. Uh, so that was a yeah, really cool experience. Yeah. The, the whole school is buzzing when it's nationals and uh, yeah. team, and regardless which sport it is, start competing in uh, mm. in nationals. I mean that's. I mean it, you ended up losing in the first round against a very very good team. Uh, mm. I think. Yeah. And but but just you did great in conference, won that, and mm. then conference tournament. I think you lost in the final, uh, maybe on PKs. Uh, oh, I don't remember. Yeah, it's, you don't have, it's a long time ago. ago. But, but yeah. you ended up coming to Nationals. It yeah. was really good. So that it was, a, you know, from a year ago, obviously, in, in when we got the go-ahead from admissions at La Salle mm. that, hey, Kristin is going to get accepted. That mm. was about a year before. Mm. Obviously, you're standing there lifting the conference title, mm. qualifying for Nationals. I mean, it ended up pretty darn good i'd say yeah. for for all the work you put into to get there and also the time you were there yeah that was good yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then uh, you obviously the two years uh, your, your second and third year so your sophomore and your junior year was yeah. a more a bit more rebuilding phase and it really helped to rebuild because the last year you had that yeah. was a fantastic year for la salle women's soccer 
Yeah, that was um, that was a really great season too. Uh, we were breaking records, and made history. We won the league and and the championship. Uh, we also played the uh, the first round in the nationals too. Yeah. But that yeah, that I I was really happy. I was able to finish on a high. Yeah. Because you first, first, yeah. personally, you you scored I think nine goals, ten assists. Mm. Um, the team won seventeen games. Yeah, that, Th- that is incredible. That is incredible. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, obviously, won, won titles, and that's. Yeah. Did you get a ring for that winning the? Yeah, title? I didn't bring it today. But, uh, I wish I'd have seen it. It would have been <laughs> probably bigger than your hands. They're really yeah. big, those rings they give you. Uh, yeah, they're yeah, incredibly big. It's, it's pretty nice. Yeah. I, I don't wear it that often. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's... Uh, how could you? It's, it's really heavy on your, uh, yeah. your hands. So, uh, uh, true. I did one. I did get a ring myself my first year. Yeah. But, um, I, you know, I came home proud to show it off to my family and friends. And they just said... So you have one word in Norwegian that describes it, and they just said it was hardy, really, really hardy. Oh, hurry. it was yeah. hardy. <laughs> so it's bit that re- redneck, <laughs> bit redneck, Probably yeah, because it's the friendly. sort of it, it was bigger than my hand as well. So Frederick's that accent, Boston yeah. accent, and yeah, <laughs> and that and ring. A big ring. <laughs> and I came home, they thought, oh, what's going on with trolls? <laughs> like that's not good at yeah. all. Yeah. What What's your best memory from the four years of playing at La Salle then? Oh wow. Um, it's it's hard to pick just one <laughs> but uh yeah the my senior year is it's really up there um also we went my junior year we went for uh, like a pre-season camp in north carolina uh that was really nice but uh yeah i think my senior year is the whole season is yeah. like the best. everything was just running so smoothly yeah, for the like team the, for you chemistry in the team and yeah it was just yeah we were on fire yeah. <laughs> on but, and off the field <laughs> i bet but the, was the i mean there must have been a it's so much fun to be part of a team that delivers and you just uh, the culture in the team is like the winning culture yeah. and, but it takes time to to become a unit like that yeah um yeah it's not done over the night it's uh, it's a lot of hard work and also for the coaches is to build uh to do a lot of uh or find people who play well together it's and create like a good environment and like you have to be good friends off the field too to in order to perform well uh so i think those two three down years helped us to really what would you say really to um, uh, you to, need, you to need, win yeah. uh, all the you, you've titles. been down in the yeah. you've been developing together yeah. That's, yeah i mean that's and that's not just in college that's in professional sports you, yeah, you need a really rebuilding you, you need to get to know each other and play yeah. together and mm. yeah that takes a bit of time and mm. But uh, yeah, Paul Royal did really assemble a great team yeah. in your last season. And it's good timing as well, because it's, it's obviously you, you'd rather have a finish off with a really strong yeah. season. And you, for good. you personally, it helped you for the future, I would mm. say, and what, mm. what, you, what you achieved there too. But, yeah. uh, but, but obviously there's memories on the, on the field. What about uh, academically, socially? I mean, you, you weren't just a soccer player and just a student. What else did you have time to do? when you're um, 
when you when you were there? No, it's uh, <laughs> uh, obviously a lot of schoolwork. <laughs> um, I started off as a business administration major. Uh, That's a common one to start mm. uh, yeah. start with. And, uh, I, I think I was in one accounting class and I was like, this is not for me. <laughs> you have <laughs> and, to love numbers. Yeah, to, and to be I, in, I don't, don't, I hate numbers. Uh, but so I found a, a new major. Uh, it was uh, digital arts and multimedia design. And uh, that was uh, perfect. It was like, I really found my, my other passion. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, did, did you try any classes before you decided on yeah that's going to be what i'm going to do my bachelor's in or did you just i just have a feeling that hey this is good no i always knew that i was a creative person um i also before the college process i was looking at like graphic design degrees and stuff like that so i knew i wanted to go that direction uh but i didn't I didn't see that program, <laughs> that's uh, that major uh, in the process of going over there. Uh, so because then it was all about your soccer. Yeah, that was, like your that main, was just passing the tests. And <laughs> yeah, let's get yeah, there. Yeah, I'll um, I'll find out what I want to study later. Yeah. Mm. But that that is a good thing about the U.S. system that yeah. you just needed to get in, and yeah. then when you're there, you can you can switch you majors. Can switch, you uh, can try some different things yeah. without losing time. If you were in, let's say, you're in Europe and you wanted to start uh, you, you apply to a business degree like mm. what you started with you would have to you you're right away in a yeah. specific business degree and you have to do a year of business classes pretty much yeah. and then if you don't like it well you have to start all over again somewhere else yeah. and you, you really use the benefit in the US where you can try a few things and mm. then still graduate in four years uh, that's obviously what it takes to, to get the bachelor's in the, in the US yeah as long as you pick a major uh, like the second year I think sophomore yeah. year yeah then so it's also good to in um, in college you have to take some what is it called mandatory no uh, gen eds yeah, yeah uh, like the core classes and those yeah. are actually really good to kind of get into how the school system works and also learn the academic language not just the, the daily language yeah. it's two different things so yeah now i found a major that i really really enjoyed um and other than that, you just uh, you're constantly around your teammates. You meet people, other international people, and you eat dinner together. <laughs> and maybe you explore the city too. It's it's a lot of things to do. It's yeah. it's never never a break. <laughs> yeah, I mean, especially you you were in Philadelphia. It's mm. uh, that's about two hours from New York City, uh, mm. but it's a big city, mm. and you have like the all the professional sports you could think yeah. of there uh, and that's why i like to be so close to the big uh, big cities because you can just do like not in season but off season you could go for weekend trips and mm. yeah i did really that a lot myself explore yeah mm -hmm. that's important and i mean you you got to travel uh, quite a bit but then it's away games right when you're mm. in season you you have school and you have uh you have soccer yeah. and you you obviously half your games are away games mm. and you would go 
and see many places but it's you know it's like it's kind of like a business trip you're there to yeah. win a game and then come back but you still see well, big parts of the country that way though yeah you do yeah I don't know how many times we drove past New York and <laughs> saw the skyline and you started to take it for granted. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's, you get to see a lot on the away games too. Yeah. Um, any regrets that you didn't take advantage of when you were a student athlete? No, I don't think so. No. Um, you got the most out of your four years. Yeah. It seems like it. Mm. Uh, so that, that's good. And then obviously when you, it was time for graduation, you'd finish off a great season. Mm. Um, you had some opportunities lined up, which we'll talk about next. Mm. Uh, then graduation, cap and gown. How, how was the feeling of actually getting your diploma? Uh, okay, so since I graduated in December, uh, I didn't get to walk the across the stage. I didn't get the full ceremony. <laughs> no, but and, uh... it was getting the diploma was, I I think one of the biggest accomplishments for me. Um, just looking back, where, <laughs> like the whole journey from from barely <laughs> speaking English to get a diploma in from an American university was. That was really big. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So that's that will. I'm really proud of that. <laughs> you should be. Yeah. It's an amazing accomplishment what mm. you did there, and that that is. Uh, and I think the, for me the four years kind of flew by. Yeah. That's how it is. It's, but then when you you get into the habits there and you <laughs> just oh all of a sudden mm. you're done. I mean, yeah. is it, was that the same feeling you had when you when you were yeah, when you the, were there with your diploma that wow this went way yeah. too fast mm. it like that it just yeah flew by <laughs> um yeah the weeks and months yeah and all of a sudden you were done <laughs> yeah. yeah and yeah but then it was a new adventure yeah. in uh, sweden so now you graduated and an opportunity has presented itself in Sweden to mm -hmm. play professionally there. Yeah. Talk us through that. Uh, yeah, I got an opportunity or a really great uh, offered uh, to play professionally in Sweden for Kalmar. And that's in the top division in Sweden. We're talking yeah, they got a professional here. Yeah, they got promoted that year. So that was fun to be part of that journey. Um, it was really great to go from a really great season straight into a preseason with Kalmar. Uh, I left January 18. Yeah, it was <laughs> yeah. right after. Yeah, right you after. Just graduated just and then packing my bags and bag, straight yeah. to Sweden. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that was an opportunity I couldn't say no to. Uh, it was a dream come true. Yeah. Mm. That's why it helps to have a good season your last year. <laughs> yeah, it's, exactly. Uh, and the team doing well. It yeah. really helps. Mm. But still, it's like, a, okay, so you're out, new country, uh, closer to home. Yeah. Uh, how, how was that year? Um, obviously, it was really cool to play soccer full time. Um, 
but to be honest, the, the transition was a little tougher than I thought uh, because as a student athlete, you're like constantly around people. You have a really busy schedule, and now you're profession professional soccer player and just way more time alone. Um, so the transition was a little tough, but I was enjoying it. And due to a lot of free time, I also established my own business, Vitality Designs. Yeah. So yeah, I don't think I can do <laughs> one thing. I need to do several things. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but... it's, uh, yeah, I'm bored. Let's start a business. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> not, no, it's great. You, I mean, obviously you had a good degree in graphic design and mm. yeah why not yeah start your own work business on your portfolio and build your resume yeah mm. so you but you had the mostly american clients or i mean in theory you can do it for anyone uh no for uh so my business is established in norway but uh i do have a lot of american clients too mm. um when I started my business, I thought uh, it would be easy to get clients, but I realized it's a lot of networking and uh, outreaching um, to be do uh, to be done, and so it was a little slow start. But uh, now I have a lot of clients. <laughs> yeah. mm. like, just, impressive. Yeah, yeah it's it really fun to start up uh, with something. It's something new and you're something that is your own. <laughs> it's fun. Uh, and I think uh, it's a really great combination to play soccer and then have this side hustle or part time or even full time um, business. Um, yeah, like I said, I don't think I can do I think I don't think I can do one thing at a time. I need to do several things. Yeah, seems like I you're think... doing more than two things at a time as well for me. Yeah, and that yeah. is uh, fun, fun to see. But anyway, I, I imagine dream scenario, pro contract, come and play here, get a great experience. Mm. And of course, if you can just start your own business, why don't you do that? I mean, I would think everybody would do that. But it, it's, it says something about you as a person, I would say, too, that yeah. you, you're doing all of that many would just be content with oh, pro contract mm. just to play i don't yeah, care if i have a lot of free time but you you have to fill that yeah I, uh, I can't be bored <laughs> yeah <laughs> it just but i i also think uh the the college uh, experience or the american culture influenced me in that way because i have a much more business mindset now than mm. uh than i would if i like never went. Um, mm. Yeah, I keep exploring the entrepreneurial side of things, and yeah. it's a scene we love. Yeah. It's great. Mm. It's a lot of fun to be uh, with that mindset. Mm. Uh, that's cool. And then you played the full season in Sweden, and then yeah, you were bored, uh, <laughs> so you had to start your again. master's degree as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you started yeah. that in twenty nineteen. Bored is might not be the <laughs> correct <laughs> okay, word. It's not but, the right word there. Uh, Motivated. Yeah. Yeah. Good, I, good choice. I, I definitely uh, was a combination of a little bit of back issues, and then also I felt something was missing, so that's why I went for my master's degree. Uh, uh, so yeah, I I 
got a master's in strategic communication at the same university. Yeah, LaSalle. And it was it was a hybrid version, so a bit online that you could uh, continue good, playing? And... No, the good thing you can kind of decide uh, how you want to set it up. So you can do a lot of online courses, and which I did. Uh, and you can also do part, part-time and do your master's degree in like two, three years. But uh, I um, <laughs> I got it done in one and a half, no, one, one and a half year, yeah. uh, three semesters. Yeah. Uh, just wanted to get it over with so I can <laughs> play soccer full yeah. time again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And now you're playing soccer full time. Well, you're full time. You, no, you can't do only one yet. thing. <laughs> can't do only one thing. No. You, I mean, you since you were back in Norway playing, uh, you were playing for Amazon Grimsta, and now you're playing for Lien, uh, yeah. uh, in, in, in the top division, and uh, and through the manpower, uh, mm. obviously they are well-known recruiter. Mm. You, you got a job, a part-time job through them as well. Yeah. So right now I have a temporary job at the Norwegian Consul. Uh, Norwegian Refugee Council uh, in Oslo. Uh, that is perfect because it's not full time, so it's easy to to play soccer and run, run your, your own, own business, business <laughs> and yeah, have that's temp- easy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so great to combine all those three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I'm a little bit all over the place, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but you did that to to get some more experience and learn. Other yeah. things. Yeah, I uh, think I for imagine. me now it's just a matter of getting experience and throw things on my resume, and then yeah, when maybe after uh, my soccer career, <laughs> um, I can I aim to be a leader in my field in design. But right mm-hmm. now it's I just want many different experiences. Yeah. I think it's clever. You need yeah. to learn from different industries and people and mindsets mm. to that can help you to reach your goal. Yeah. To work to be a leader in design. So mm. that's uh, that's a good good thing to seek more knowledge and and, mm. and experiences. Uh, yeah. So so the overall goal then with your soccer, what what is that? Uh, I'm definitely gonna keep playing as long as my body is functioning mm-hmm. um I, I yeah like i have i have my master's degree i have my business i have working experience i think it's just time to uh, kind of concentrate on soccer for a little bit and then uh, I'll, i don't want to set a timeline but at least two three more years but who knows? Maybe yeah. longer. <laughs> yeah. And then if it's fun and your body's yeah. up for the level and yeah, and yeah, it's uh, if you manage to juggle all those balls that you are doing, which is mm. impressive that you, you do, then hey, why not? Yeah, why not? Yeah. <laughs> and, um, that's, that's a good. That's, that's the I spirit. think it's healthy to have different things. I think it helps me perform better on the soccer field, and I think it also helps me perform better in design and marketing and stuff like that yeah so it's just a healthy combination well there's no doubt in mind that you were (laughs) you pursued your ambitions by doing all the things you've done for the past now six seven years Mm. so it's yeah great to have you here as a guest 
It's been That's fantastic. It. I'm glad we sque- got uh, squeezed in your time schedule <laughs> yeah. to, to get yeah. you here. Uh, That's an compliment. That's an yeah. accomplishment you have, there. Uh, time for the things you want to uh, do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I like that. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So last last thing, what's your uh, advice to others thinking about the U.S. Uh, college route? Um, should I go for the same one? Just, <laughs> just go for it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think try it. Um, yeah, go for it. Like, yeah, it's never too late to turn around, as we say in Norway, if yeah. you don't like it. But yeah. I'm pretty sure you will like it. It's it's a great experience and. And just a combination of exploring the world and getting your degree and play soccer at a high level. It's just a perfect, you really get a great package. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, just go for it. Start early. <laughs> yeah, start early, everybody. Are you listening to Kristen here? Good. But thank you so much for coming. And uh, that Thanks wraps up. This episode of the Pursuit Podcast, and yes. we're excited for the next guest in the next episode. Yep, we'll be back. Alrighty. Thank you.